to the Bedpost Podcast. I am your host, Aaron Pym, and I am an erotic writer as well as the producer of the stage show Bedpost. Here at the podcast, I invite guests and performers from the stage show to indulge me in a more in-depth conversation about sex and sexuality. This week, we have phone sex worker, Lucy Honeychurch. <laughs> Just kidding. Leah Leah Lorenowitz. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Although, thank you for using my nom de plume. We were just talking about uh, whether Leah had a a stage name or a pen name. No. And she don't. She don't. She don't. She don't. <laughs> Which I don't either. I don't use a pen name. I just no. go by Aaron Pym. I, I can't. I can't keep track of all aliases and stuff. I just. It doesn't sound right. To and me. to me, I feel like people that are trying to indulge in your art might get confused too. Yeah, totally. If you have you write under multiple names or use multiple names, I don't. I don't get the point. It's just like I don't either. Why? Are you, what are you trying to hide? Yeah, I, I feel be? like it's a discretion thing. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe definitely. It's, Definitely. Like, I feel like if, you know, some people need to take on these fake names because they're trying to hide something. Yeah. And I just, like, you know, like, porn stars always have their fake names because they don't want people to know who they really are. Yeah. You know, it's not just because it sounds sexier, but it's also because they don't want to know that they're, you know, Brittany from... Wyoming, you know, <laughs> yeah, they've got to be something from else. From Red Deer, <laughs> yeah, yeah, from White Horse. Yes, <laughs> has there ever been a porn star from White Horse? I oh, don't know. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> and I hope she took the name White Horse as oh, her God. last name. Yeah, it's very romantic. Yeah, White, White Horse. Horse. Yeah, yeah. maybe a, for a guy more so. It's a dull ass place. Yeah, but it's a. But it's, <laughs> it's where you go to die. Or work for the government. That too. It's like 20,000 people and like there's nothing to do. No, there's nothing up there. There's nothing up there in White Horse. But (laughs) you go there, you go there. Is that their accent? Is that their national accent? I don't know. White Horse. White Horse. Yeah. I don't know how they talk because I don't care. So I just make it up and make fun of you. But you were saying Lucy, what was it again? Lucy Honeychurch. My fake... Porn director name would be Lucy Honeychurch. Oh, I love from it. From E.M. Forrester's A Room with a View. Classy. A very, very fancy, classy story of a girl. You know, it's like kind of a coming of age. Of course. You know, she's bound in corsets. She's supposed <laughs> she's to. coming of age. She's coming of age corsets. in those corsets. She's supposed to marry this, like, wet rag called Cecil. <laughs> what a wet rag name. Cecil. And, he's, and he's an idiot. And she's in love with this other guy who goes swimming naked with other men. And it's... <laughs> Progressive. Yeah. Well, for the Victorians, maybe so. Yeah. But I always thought Lucy Honeychurch was slightly naughty. And naughty I just is thought, a temple, baby. Yeah. And Honeychurch? Like, it's Honey. a bit like... Honey who has a surname like that? It's a bit weird. It's yeah. a bit weird. So I always thought <laughs> if I became a porn writer, director, which is a, a secret... Not so secret anymore. Secret passion, of your passion, desire. vision, vision for my future. I just imagine myself in like riding boots, like on a porn set. <laughs> you know, boots. like old school. They can get messy. The floors are probably just littered, oh, littered with you, you know, better be excrements. you better be all kinds of secretions and yeah. fluids. You, you better be wear covered up to your thighs. Yeah, waiter. Where are those like hip waders that you yeah. have when you go swimming? When you go when fly you go, fishing? When you go fly fishing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Gonna, well, especially for my pornos, because I'm, I'm going to pull out all the stops, man. You know? Yeah. So in my secret life as a, as a porn, porn director, director. Yeah, but I always imagine myself as a porn director as like, yeah, with like one of those um, like old Hollywood directors, like on a set with like a big bullhorn. Oh, yeah. You know, and and in that folding people. chair with your name on it with yeah. Lucy Honeychurch. Lucy Honeychurch. Miss Honeychurch. <laughs> Miss. Ooh, excuse me, Mrs. Honeychurch. Yeah, yeah. Miss Honeychurch, where do the children Where go? do you want to come to land today? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. On her face, stupid. 
<laughs> Slap. <laughs> Nobody fucks with Honey Touch. Yeah, that's how I envision my porn career as a director. When in probably in reality, if it ever did happen, it would just be me and a digital camera, like awkwardly yeah. schlepping people around a mattress. I feel like it's a lot less glamorous than how we envision. Oh, I bet it's horrifying. <laughs> I bet it's terrible. Yeah, I bet it. I bet you're there, and you're just like, I want to leave. This is like hell. Ugh. It's disgusting and awful. And I love porn, but yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if I would make it. I know. I've I've kind of thought, just even as a fantasy, thought about it. And it's yeah. Like, would you oh, yeah. ever really want to do that for, you know, how, how long do these shoots take? Yeah. How many times do they have to do it yeah. again and again? Yeah. And it's like, you know. And for this 45 minutes of footage, like, yeah. how long are they shooting for? It's yeah. It's probably not, you know. It's not worth it. Power to the people that do it. They've it's got hard their, work. It's hard work. Yeah. It's hard work. It is work. It's work. Like, people who say, oh, it's not work. It's like, you try it. You try fucking for five hours. Yeah. And try, like, oh, t- Tuesday you've got anal, and then oh, Thursday yeah. you've got a bukkake, and then Saturday. Oh, oh what? What? You don't even want to know. You know? <laughs> like, it's like. You know, you're fucking a guy in a bear costume, and you can't say no. Oh, furries. Furries. Well, you can say no, but, you know, there's a price for everyone, right? There's a price for everything, <laughs> especially in porn land. Yes. I just don't think it would be worth it. I just no. don't think it would be worth it. I feel like a lot of people, it is suited for them. A lot oh, of totally. people do it. Lots and lots and lots and lots of people do it. Oh, lots. Uh, lots. Lots and lots. <laughs> yeah. Honey choked. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I feel like it would get at me, like, emotionally, like... It would oh, it would, it would tear you apart. Oh, yeah, it'd tear you apart inside. Yeah, literally. And outside. Yeah, and outside. <laughs> they Porn stars don't always look so healthy oh, after they've been in, oh, through it in a, a bunch of years. Yeah, it's... Have you watched any porn documentaries? There's one... Oh, my God, I, oh, I love them. I love them, too. I'm like... I'm a huge... If it's a porn documentary, I'm there yesterday. I love it. After porn ends? Yes. yes. Oh, so sad. So sad. Well, they usually so are sad, sad, right? They, so sad. The, I know. And it the was like docs are usually sad. But sometimes it's like sometimes you have to wonder, you know, what were you, what would you think was going to happen? Like, <laughs> what did you think? Did you you think? feel forty years later? Yeah. Like, did you think that you were going to do all this stuff and people weren't going to find out and people weren't going to know? Ostracize and, you and, and which isn't fair. Yeah. But for sure. But it does happen. Oh yes. And you have to this be kind of prepped happens. for it. You know what I mean? And the fact that they're not says a lot. It's just like... About where they're at About where they're at mentally. Yeah, and emotionally. It's like, because, you know, I mean, yeah, so you did porn. Mm -hmm. You should just be able to say, I did porn, so fucking what? Now I do this. Now I do this. And it might be more porn that you now do. Yeah, but it's like, but you should just be like, so fucking what? And move on. And people will either, you know, people will accept that or people won't. Oh, no. Huge stigma. Any type of sex work. Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah, know that, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know that. Mm-hmm. So, you, so do you consider phone sex work, like, sex work? Definitely. You do. Yeah, you do, eh? I do, yeah. I do. And I've worked different sex work jobs before, like, I've been a stripper, I've done oh, okay. webcamming. Um, okay, I've, I didn't I've know that. I've domed a little bit, and yeah. I've also subbed a little bit. Cool. I can't really say that I did it for any, like, particular length, length of time. time. I, I stripped for a long time, like, two years. Yeah. And then I cammed off and on for like a bunch of years and stuff like that. Yeah. And the longer so you've dabbled in a bunch, I've of dabbled in a bunch things. of different and nude modeling and stuff yeah. like that. So I've done a bunch of different sex work stuff. Yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, I would definitely consider phone sex to be sex work. Yeah, hey. Yeah. And as far as I understand, you've done phone sex for a while. Mm-hmm. Like maybe the most of all yeah, these probably the most that I, out of all the other um, sex work jobs that I've yeah. done. I've yeah. done that the longest. Yeah. Yeah. You enjoy definitely. it, obviously? I do. I do I, like I it. I feel like also you didn't do it for a while and then you just came back recently. Yeah, I did. So what, I did. what came you What came you coming back? What came you coming what back? What came you? Well, I needed a job. But uh, <laughs> sure. I needed, I, I wanted to get back into working because I was, I was sick for a long time, like mm-hmm. bedridden, like really sick for a long time. Oh, dear. And um, I was... I was kind of aimless for a few years because I was I was very severely depressed and PTSD and like uh, so I was kind of living just the life of an aimless mentally ill person. <laughs> oh dear, <laughs> you know what I mean. And uh, and I decided to uh, you know once I started, decided to kind of get better and get my shit together. Yeah, 
which is the best way I can describe it, I decided to get my shit together. I was like, I don't really want to just be an aimless, mentally ill person for the rest of my life. Yeah, no kidding. And then I was like, because it's just not that. It's not all it's cracked up to be. Um, yeah, I know. It seems fantastic. It seems. I'm telling you, kids, don't <laughs> fall into the trap. Um, and I needed to, I wanted to get back into working because I didn't want to be on disability. Right. And so I was like, what am I going to do for a job? And I, I always go back to phone sex work. Yeah. I always go back to it because... It allows me so much freedom. Yeah. I get to like pick, schedule wise. Yeah, I pick. Wise. I pick my own hours. I work when I want. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you have to work a certain number of hours mm-hmm. because otherwise, it's a job. It's, it's, it's a normal. job. It's, it's a, a job. job so. You got to work. You know, and it's, but you can work at home. Mm-hmm. You can work whenever you want, and you can schedule yourself. And if any, and you can tell people to fuck off. If <laughs> I need a job where I can tell people to fuck off. <laughs> And, uh, and it's okay, and there's no repercussions. And it's fun, and it's funny, and yeah. it's interesting. Yeah. And oh, I, like, I like talking about sex. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. And I'm very open-minded and very adventurous. Yeah. And the site that I work for currently is awesome because a lot of sites are, are no taboo, or they have very few taboos. Okay. And what that means is they allow you to talk about, like, people under 18 okay. or bestiality okay. or incest or like rape or really like snuff shit yeah, yeah and there's like there was a site that I was going to sign up with and they neglected to tell me that they were a no taboo site until like the last second they're like okay. oh yeah by the way um by the way we don't have any taboos so you're going to be talking to people about anything like, and everything who are into like kids and probably most likely that's what you'd be talking about a lot yeah if that's what the site's offering i'm sure people Big go there time. specifically for those things because if that's wow. what if the floodgates are open you're letting in a lot you know wow. what i mean it's yeah. like so i couldn't work for them because i was just like you know what that's not really worth it for me because yeah. i don't like i don't find that sexy at all. Yeah. And I don't want to deal with it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to, you That'd know. That'd be heavy, I feel like. It's, it would be too heavy, and I don't want that shit in my brain. Like, I don't want to hear. With, like, I've yeah. heard some heavy stuff from people, even just doing what I do. I'm sure, I'm sure. I've heard some very heavy confessions. I'm sure, yeah. And that's fine. You know what I mean? But there's certain areas I just don't want to go into. It's Understandable, like, you man. know. Yeah, it's like, I just don't want to deal with this, and it's not worth it, and it's just not cool, so... So, and they told me, they were like, well, you know, that's what the industry is now, which is a total lie. Which is not, yeah. It's a lie, because I now work for the most successful phone sex, like, website that is out there, service that's out there, and they have a ton of rules. Great. And they're like, you know, no people under 18, no rape fantasies, no bestiality, no incest, none of that shit. Yeah, they don't even allow fisting, which I find strange. Interesting choice, yeah. but yeah, know, but I mean, to each their own. Whatever. Is their, is their company? Yep. It's their company. <laughs> they don't want to deal with it. Maybe they know something I don't. About fisting. Yeah. Probably they might. <laughs> like, look, <laughs> the ones who are really into fisting, you don't want to talk to them. Yeah, maybe it's for your own protection. Yeah, I don't know. It's like maybe for my own mental state or something. So thank you for that. Yeah. But. Well, that's the same with, like, all the, most of the publishing houses that I work with. Mm -hmm. Same type of thing, that they won't accept submissions based on. Like, they all have no-nos. Taboos. Taboos. So, the exact same thing. That they won't accept stories. Yeah, rape fantasies. A big one. Even though that is one of the top female fantasies is rape. Yeah. Play. Like, rape. Play and rape fantasy. And I know that. And, like, even though that's not something... Like, I used to have a major problem with that. Like, I used to think that anyone who was into that shit, I'm like, oh, what's wrong with you? Right. But then I became less judgmental. I got my head out of my ass. And I was like, okay, it's not real. No, yeah, it's rape play. It's play. It's it's play. And just because I'm not into it doesn't mean that other people... You know, it's no big deal. Can't enjoy it. Right? A lot of people are into it. And, uh, you know, it's not my thing. And I, I wouldn't... It's not my thing to like even fantasize about like on the phone sex line. So I'm glad that that's that right. taboo is there because okay. I have worked for a service before that allowed that. Yeah, and it's just not my thing. Mm-hmm. But I I I'm not judgmental against people who are into it because it's like oh, whatever, it's fake for sure, for sure. And I don't know, people are trying to work stuff out sometimes. Yeah, and I 
You One know. of the things you were talking about, um, you did the last show, and you did just such a great, successful set. It was the top <laughs> five. You. I've talked about it on the podcast, too, a couple really? times since, just because I was so impressed with yourself. Oh, thank you. This is the top five most memorable calls you've ever yes. had. And, yeah. Oh, my yeah. God. What yeah. a killer format. Like, yeah. <laughs> so great really and one one of the things you're actually saying that a lot of times people do call just to talk not like like oh yeah sex talk talk oh yeah but to talk kind of therapeutically yeah working through talking about working through stuff yeah like almost in a therapeutic way they They fool you to they just want to have a conversation with someone or they're just working stuff out yeah or they are like I have a caller now who's my my GFE or my girlfriend experience guy. Okay. Yeah. So he is basically in a relationship with the person that I've created. Right. On the other end. Right. So he messages me every day. We talk like every right. day. Right. Wow. And it's not just about sex. It's about like he just likes to have conversations. Wow. So he's in almost like a relationship, relationship with, with this, this person with this character that's what yeah. he likes he likes to have conversations with this person and it gets sexual of course sure she's but a gr- she is a girlfriend <laughs> she's a girlfriend we are gonna go there yeah you know um but, but the majority of it is not you'd say yeah majority of it is just conversations about yeah like what all kinds of things music yeah uh his work yeah that's one of the reasons that he says that he calls these places is because I've had a GFE before, yeah, and they're always they're always in advertising, and they're always <laughs> is, that, is that a trend? <laughs> I don't know. They work. They he works a lot of hours, mm-hmm. and I find with GFEs they they work a lot, and mm-hmm. they're they're big time workaholics. They're big time consumed with their careers, so mm-hmm. they don't really have time, have time for a girlfriend. But on top of that, I don't think that they have the space inside themselves sure. for a, a real relationship, like a full-blown, real person, woman. Yeah, in <laughs> front of them. Yeah, in front of them. <laughs> so you know, like I think they like they fuck and they you know they get you know they they screw around and they do stuff like that. But long-term relationships are yeah really to satisfy hard. that emotional kind of intimacy. They don't have that they don't have that they crave that they crave it they crave it and a lot of people and he's a little bit more emotionally developed than some of the other guys who just want to have a conversation because some guys just want to have a conversation because they don't ever get to talk to girls because they feel very shy and they feel very um intimidated by women and so they just want to have a conversation about anything and they just talk about all kinds of things they talk about their lives their work um, sometimes they talk about sex, but they're not jerking off when they're talking about it. They're just talking about experiences they had or wish they had or their views on sex or their views on women or this and that. Like, it's just, it's kind of all over the map. So when you are speaking back to kind of people that are just looking to converse like this, are you just, are you kind of creating a persona still? Like your phone sex persona, are you still, you're still there? Or are you kind of relaxed and just chatting with a guy? Well, legitimately, I at mean, that point. I, it's a mixture. I'm sure always there's a, a guard. Yeah. It's always a guard because like, I don't have, like I make up where I live. Yeah, of I always, course. I, I don't tell them where I live. Of course, yeah. I don't tell them my real hometown. Yeah. I make shit up, yeah. you know, and uh, I don't, I have a, you know, I, I use a fake name. Yeah. I use a fake age. Yeah. Um, I use a fake relationship status, you know, depending mm-hmm. on the person. Because some callers, they like, if you're in a relationship, they're kind of into that shit. Right. But if I'm just having a conversation with someone and it's just like a real conversation for the most part. You go single. Yeah, I go single. Yeah. Um, single and younger than mm-hmm. me and is usually like a student type mm-hmm. deal mm-hmm. you know because then that way I don't have to because you know when they say well, what do you do it's like well I do this I do this do I <laughs> yeah but in this fantastical world yeah this well, I job. study yeah. human resources I study and I hang out I hang out I have fun <laughs> I have lots of fun it depends who I'm talking to there's some like my GFE guy there's a lot of artifice 
But when we're just talking one-on-one, like, I'm telling him my real musical preferences. I'm telling him my real stuff like that. I'm telling him my real kind of experiences and stuff like that. Because why not? That's not going to endanger you in any way or create... I'm not scared of him. I'm not really scared of anybody. And I'm sure trust develops if you have someone like this who's calling you again and again. Yeah, and I genuinely like the person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not in love with him, and I don't feel necessarily an attraction to him. But I like him as a person. Like talking to him. I like talking talk to, him. to him. He's yeah. alright to talk to. You know what I mean? Like he's a good conversation. Yeah. And who doesn't like a good conversation, right? Sure. Yeah. And like you know, he's fun and relaxed, and it's nice. Um, when I'm talking to someone who's having a conversation about sex mm-hmm. and sexual stuff, then usually I'm making up a lot of things mm-hmm. because they want you to be like a nymphomaniac. Right. Just like he's like. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm very casually telling him about all the gangbangs I've done or something like that. You know what I mean? So it depends on the context. It depends on the caller. Yeah, well, that's the same with my writing. I don't have tons of people that actually reach out to me and do connect and converse with me. But Mm -hmm. the some people that I do, yeah, expect me to be a total, like, I'm just writing, like, erotica incessantly. Just, like, it's always (laughs) on my mind. But, like, you know. Yeah, just nonstop. Just can't stop masturbating. Yeah, and you just picture me in a room, like, I don't know, just incessantly. covered in sex toys. Yeah, and and just. (laughs) Yeah, just the, yeah, just things are. All kinds of apparatuses everywhere. Because yeah, I have yeah. a couple stories, too, that are based... Most stories, kind of, are about nymphos, yep. pretty much. Yeah, that's what know? they want to hear. Like that's when, what they want to hear, yeah. When they call the phone sex line and they don't want you to be, like, a GFB, then the, what they do is they just are asking you questions and they want you to be the biggest slut. They just want <laughs> you to be the biggest whore. And so I just make stuff up. You just make stuff up. I make stuff, stuff up. up. <laughs> and it's, it's just a combination. It's just a weaving. You know, usually it's tailored to, like, the person I'm talking to. So if they've mentioned that they like, you know, seeing a girl do blow bangs or that they like sure. seeing her do, you know, with black eyes or something, then, oh, I just happen to make up a story about, you know, how I went and had sex with my black neighbor or something like that. But I'm sure draws, like, much like I do in my stories. And then the question is, like, is that a real story? No, it's not a real story. No, I don't really. But it's drawn from real experience in some way. Yeah. Or I had a real experience that made me think of this fantasy. So it would have started kind of in a real place. Oh, absolutely. And then goes off into a creative It's the same. And it'll be like, you know, fantasies I've had or some real encounters to a degree yeah yeah you know for sure but there's always a cutoff point or sometimes there's like things I've known other people have done yeah a story you've heard from somebody or a conversation you've had with somebody where you're like oh gee I wonder yeah yeah like that's interesting I could write a story about that yeah that's that's messed up and it's like uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm gonna tell that to someone someone. yeah (laughs) I'm telling I'm telling um or it's a porno I've seen Right? Or something I've read about, and then it just becomes whatever is convenient for the person that I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. You know, you just weave it together, yeah. right? Depending on what's appropriate for what you're telling, right? Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's usually where it comes from. So, is there a kind of when you started working there? Is there like a guidebook? Kind of? There is. There's a manual that they give you. Yeah. And you read it. They encourage you to read it. Yeah. They're like, don't not read it. Like, yeah. don't think that you're just like, eh, pff, whatever. Yeah. Oh, Dirty talk. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. They want... <laughs> I know how to do that. I'm great at this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so sexy. Um. Uh, I love that that was the fun sex voice, too. Hi. Hi. How are you? <laughs> That's what some of the callers sound like. You got a big boner? Yeah. <laughs> I would like to see that boner. <laughs> are you, you hard right now? Will you show it to me? Yeah. What are you doing? Are you alone? Are you yeah. alone? Are you alone? I am. I'm all alone. I'm always alone. Um, some of the callers sound like that, but I don't. No. <laughs> and you shouldn't. Yeah, I don't think I'll go. That's I don't not think the that's manual. a good choice. When we talk about choices, I don't think that's a good one. Yeah. But some of them sound that way. Um, so what's in this manual? The manual is, uh, it's got a lot of things in it. It's, it's it tells you, uh, well, it tells you, you know, how to go about your day and stuff like that. Because, like, you have to sign on to a website and okay. stuff like that. And you sign on to your console. And so it tells you, you know, how to work your console. Right. And it tells you, um, you know, stuff that's prohibited, stuff yeah. that's, you know, not. And then it just gives you all kinds of advice and tips and stuff like that. And there's actually one part that I find very interesting and yeah. kind of touching. 
and it's about what to do if a client tells you that they love you. Oh, wow. Interesting. And it, it's, it's like, I was like, because it's interesting because like I've worked for services before and they don't tell you what to do. Like, and it sometimes does happen and it's very, awesome. I find it very jarring. Right. I find that to be the most subversive thing you can do to somebody to kind of put them in a position. A vulnerability? Where, yeah. Where you're like, I love you. And it's like, but what do you say back to them? Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't really know what to do. So good, it's in the manual. What does it's it say? In then? the manual, it says. It, in the manual, it's actually quite poignant. It's just mm-hmm. like it says that, like you just have to remember that, like it's not a bad thing. In their mind, they are kind of in love with your character. Yeah, with this maybe, person you've created, and maybe in a way, your character is in love with them. So it's it's up to you if you want to say it back or not. Interesting. But just think about that. So they're like, we're not going to tell you one way or another. We're not like, you have to or you don't. You know, it's like, it's like when they say it, don't panic mm-hmm. and don't get freaked out. It's, it's not, not you. It's not a bad thing. And you don't have to be creeped out by it. Right. You know. Because all the security stuff is in place. That like, yes. this person is going to be your stalker now. Go to your no. house and be like, yeah. bring you fucking flowers. and Yeah, they can't find stuff. you. They're they don't want to find you. Yeah. Um, it's not you know, about that usually when they it's say that. It's not. I mean, there you get the occasional call that is like, will you come visit me? And stuff like that. And it's like, sure. Yeah, you but, pretend to be like, sure. Yeah, me, but keep calling me for a while and we'll get to know each other. And right. So they so same with the what do you do when he says I love you? Do they have some other things when this happens? Kind of a way to diffuse it or to um they just say you know you kind of have to deal with it like you have to deal with the situations on your own kind of on the fly okay. yeah just on the fly it's like there you, you can you can you have an account manager that you can email at any time and mm. just go I got this thing is it allowed is this like what I, I do yeah what should I do because like someone sent me a message because the mm. thing the thing that's cool about the site that I work for is that you can send messages through the site to the people who've called you. So you can mm. write them and say, you know, I really enjoyed that. Cool. You know, yeah, yeah. you want to call me back some other time? Or they can message you. So sometimes you get messages from new people who have mm. questions and then they call you. So you can message them okay, back so and forth, which is nice. Calling and messaging, yeah. Yeah, so it's nice mm-hmm. because it's like you can keep up the conversation with them and keep them going and you can send them free minutes and you can send you can sell them dirty pictures oh yeah so they have a cache of dirty pictures of these women that you are pretending to be right and you can sell them dirty pictures and you know explicit stuff and be like oh I, this is just this for is you me and the, this is me and what's the, this girl doing uh she's uh, this is me in the bathtub yeah <laughs> there is a few in the bathtub a few been yeah yeah there's some that are more you know that are really explicit and others that are not so and, and then there's like nudes or whatever yeah just kind of just kind of nude selfie yeah, they look like selfies, yeah. Yeah, they all look like selfies. Okay, they all okay, look like, I see, I see. They all look like, which makes me wonder where the hell they came from. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I don't know where you came from, but whatever. But it, um, I'm sure they're using them with permission, I, hopefully. I hope there was a model release. Yes. If, they, if they realized how much money was being made, made off of them, I'm sure they'd... It should be a little annoyed, because they probably, probably the amount of money being made off of these women versus what they got paid for the model release oh, yeah. is a big discrepancy. Considering it's just like a selfie they can take in one moment and send it, like they're probably like, oh, whatever, you know, I'll take the five bucks. I'll take, yeah, <laughs> basically, basically. And how much are they making off of it? Yeah, that? like cha-ching, 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 cha-ching. But, oh my God. but yeah, if someone says I love you, then it's kind of, you're kind of up to your own discretion. I mean, yeah. a lot of the things with the job is that you just kind of have to deal with things on yeah, your you own. Yeah, you just got to be creative. You just got to be creative, got to not panic, deal with things on your own you know if someone's being an asshole or if someone's trying to push your buttons and make you talk about stuff that's not allowed then you can hang up on them you can block them yeah you know that's up to you if you're really uncomfortable with someone and it says that in the manual if you're really uncomfortable with someone hang right up yeah hang up don't put up with it and block them Mm -hmm. or ask your manager to block them and Mm -hmm. just like don't put up with it but Mm -hmm. yeah the manuals the manual is interesting. It says like, "Don't be a moaning machine." It actually says like, "Don't be a moaning machine," and just start and just start moaning and yeah. and being talk. Oh, yeah, talk. talk. Yeah, like bring your personality, bring your own mind to it. Yeah, you know, bring your own creativity to the to the, the game. Yeah. yeah, they like that better, and that's true. It's like you know, everyone always says like, "Oh, you have to be a certain way." Yeah, but it's like no, you just. I mean, 
men are complicated just like women are yeah. you know they want to hear a real person they want to hear a real person they want to have a conversation so yeah. i usually start things off with a conversation yeah you know like what's your name where are you from i yeah. mean some don't want to don't know, even some, want to do that. they're already in the middle of what they're doing and they're <laughs> blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah and so on you know <laughs> wham bam thank you ma'am like yeah. some of them are very wham bam thank you ma'am but there's right. lots that like to have a conversation very interesting. Yeah. Okay, we're going to take a very quick break, okay. and we'll be back with Leah in a moment. Lucy Honeychurch. <laughs> Lucy Honeychurch. Hey guys, once upon a time, Carmine Lucarelli, one of the owners of the Social Capital Theatre, approached me about starting up an erotica-based show, and look what it's become. Bedpost just passed its one-year anniversary, and the Bedpost podcast is already at 2,500 downloads. A big thank you from Bedpost to the Social Capital Theatre, the venue that showcases comedy shows, variety shows, readings, meetup groups, music, and more. For more information about the Social Capital Theatre, including its rentals, classes, scheduling, and partying, visit SoCap.ca or Facebook.com slash The SoCap. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. We're here with Leah LaRonowitz. She's dead caught her mid-sip of tea. (laughs) (laughs) You did. You did. It's true. Uh, I just want to review very quickly just what we <laughs> talked about on the break because it's very sweet actually. Um, you're saying that uh, speaking of like kind of touching calls, yeah, I get a lot of them. Yeah, you're just saying you have, had a trans woman that while through transition was kind of was calling me. Out to yeah, Stacy, and she was lived in Arizona, and from what I gathered was quite unsupported Mm, you know what I mean so didn't really have a family unit to kind of talk to talk to didn't have a community to talk to she was in this kind of strange place where she was coming from being a gay man Mm -hmm. into being a trans woman Mm -hmm. so she had kind of had a community as a gay man man. but the trans community wasn't developed enough and wasn't kind of supportive enough for her to feel like she had this really strong support group yeah someone to really talk to about you know because being a gay man is the issues that affect a gay man are obviously vastly different from the issues that affect being a a trans trans woman woman, you know like there's a there's a big big difference and even though some people think oh it's all the same thing it's like and it's all a community that's kind of enmeshed together it's like the the well, yeah, are well yes different. and no. Yeah. Like. Yeah. I mean, they've kind of been thrown together. Yeah. But there's a lot of differences. Oh, yeah. A lot. And you had somebody, you, which you spoke at on the show, which was just sad. A, 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 yes. so sad. Just like a war vet. Yeah. He was just done four tours in Vietnam and, and talked a lot about Vietnam, which was very interesting. I'd never spoken to a Vietnam vet before. Wow. And the stuff that he talked about, I mean, it is very haunting stuff you know what I mean even to just hear about secondhand oh god yeah yeah, yeah. it's like this is heavy this stuff this is real yeah <laughs> yeah this is heavy heavy stuff yeah. and um and interesting you know yes. what I mean very yeah. interesting stuff but yeah, he was a Vietnam vet and the day he came back from his fourth tour of duty he was living in California he went into a bar and he met this lovely California lady blonde blonde buxom blonde lady buxom blonde and they used to ride around on his motorcycle and you know it was very it was very you know romantic romantic and everything and they got married and she was the love of his life and she died of cancer several decades into their marriage Mm. and he was looking for someone on the phone sex line who had a voice that resembled hers so that he could feel like he was talking to her Mm -hmm. again and uh, and he would just have conversations with me. Like, he wouldn't even masturbate or anything like that. He yeah. would just And he would talk about sexual things. Mm-hmm. But he would... As you would with a wife of how many decades? Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And he dated a little bit. Okay. But he always said that it was never very serious. Mm-hmm. Because he just couldn't kind of give himself over fully to someone. I think, that, I think that it was more, like, um, out of loneliness. Like, it was nice to have a female companion. Sure, once in a you while. Know, yeah, once just... in a while. And it was very casual and very kind of once in a while type thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you're seeing a woman who had children and stuff like that. So it was, like, 
they were kind of fulfilling a need for one another. Sure. But it wasn't serious. They weren't ever going to get married. They weren't ever going to, like, have a life together in yeah. that way. And he didn't really want that. And there's actually quite a lot of, like, widowers that call yeah. phone sex lines. Wow, interesting. That, that want to just hear a woman's voice and talk to someone who sounds like their wife and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. And he would say things like, he would say, remember when we would do this or remember when we would do that. Yeah. So Have I, you kind of reenact memories. Yeah, yeah, and I, yeah, which was, but the first, I was, like I was saying to you, the first time I actually realized what he was doing, mm-hmm. I got off the phone with him and I started to cry because I was just like... <laughs> So, so devastated. I was so, like, sad and moved and stuff like that yeah. by it. Like, just when it hit me, like, what was really happening, I was like, oh, my God, I'm a dead wife. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> you know, like, you hear so much, like, you know, oh talk of spooge all day, and then someone <laughs> and then calls and, and just tears your heart out, and you're just like, I wasn't ready for that. Like... <laughs> Oh my god. I mean, people ask you to do some pretty wacky things, but like be your dead wife or be their friend. That's a new one. That's a new one. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it was very touching and it was like, why not? Like, why not provide that service for people? Well, even like, you know, like talk to old people. People, young people, talk to old people. Like, talk to they them. live some lives, man. They like, got stories. They got s- the coolest stories. Like, talk Intense to old people. Stuff. Okay, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, and I work in a restaurant, but like, it's attached to a residence, which is mainly the elderly. Like, it's mainly we're like the cafeteria and old folks home, pretty much. Like, we're ta- we're in the Manuel Center, attached to a mall. Got you. But got you. Uh, they're in the mall. You know, there's also like a condo building in the in the mall the same entrance many of them are elderly so like you get a lot of them in there oh yeah like night and day it's all it's all blue hairs mostly (laughs) sometimes you can look (laughs) in the dining room it's a 74 seat dining room and just see only elderly women (laughs) like just a sea sea of cardigans (laughs) (laughs) it's just cardigan town yeah and you know some of them are, are are having a rough time being old but like some of them as i'm sure it's pretty fucking hard Old well, age ain't no place for sissies. Yeah, you know? yeah. Like it's really, it's really not. Fight, fight for the end. Yeah. Um, and and then you know, uh, just some of the loveliest people too that you just sit down and chat with them for a half hour. Like they're there mostly for social time. Yes. Coming in the restaurant. They're just every... there to. They're just there to. Yeah, to be social because they yeah. don't want to sit alone in a in room. In their condo. Yeah, and stare at the wall. <laughs> yeah. Who the hell wants to do that at any age? Right. Yeah. Okay. So uh, one one question I wanted to ask you because uh-huh. uh, I was talking about this with a friend, and you actually referenced it in your set just at the beginning. You're like, no, I'm. I'm not from the 80s. <laughs> I'm not a single mother from the 80s. That's who, that's who people think work phone sex lines. Yeah, like like one thing I was thinking of, like, I, I'm aware they're still around, obviously, yeah. but, like, why do you think they are still around? Why have they oh. stand the test of, like, technology? I know, right? And, and they're doing well. Like, the thing about yeah, phone are, sex right? lines is it's not dying out. It's it's still a thriving yeah, business. What is it about phone sex that do you think? A lot of, re- a lot of reasons, because I've thought about this, obviously. Yeah. And in my experience, there's a variety of reasons. One is because, you know, you can only jerk off to so much porn. Porn yeah. doesn't give you what you want necessarily. Like this interactive quality? Interactive. It doesn't say your name. Yeah. Right? Yes. And not everybody wants to go to a prostitute. Prostitute. Prostitution is illegal in most places. Yeah. Some people just right there because of that. Or they just can't bring themselves to do it. I mean, unfortunately, there's still an enormous stigma with for sure. prostitution in John's. Oh, for sure. And yeah. stuff like that. So it's like, they just don't want to So it's to an intermediary It is. It's, it's not. It's between. not porn. It's not the the coldness of of a computer screen, screen. but it's not having to take the risk or the shame for some people. It's a shame thing to have to call up an escort service and be like, oh, I'd like to, you know, for some people, they can't bring themselves to do it. They don't want to bring themselves to do it. Like I said, it is illegal in a lot of places. So why? Yeah. So it's an intermediary. It's someone, it's a woman's voice who will talk to you. Talking to you personally. It's a personal experience. Yeah. Who's getting you off. Who's indulging in your fantasies? As well, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who and you, who you can call back. You can have repeat business like a prostitute, but you know, a, a porn you can't get repeat business. Yeah, you know, it's not like you you watch it the first time. That's probably it. Because even I was thinking like webcaming, which you said you had oh, a bit of experience. I do like, have experience. Yeah, like even there, you've got a bunch of people. Uh, te- 
typing you. to you, messaging yeah. you at the same time. So even that is rarely like a one-on-one. Yeah, because you have visit. to actually no. Because the thing is, is that you you put yourself out there and yeah. you wait for, for people to log in, people to log in and start messaging you, saying, yeah. "Hey, baby, all this stuff." Yeah, and then you know you take someone private, okay. or you do yeah. a private show for a group of people. Right. So it depends on the site, depends on what you're doing, but usually sure. it's like who wants to take me private and then you put up the private thing and you're private with someone. Right. And that's usually, if you're kind of smart about it, you save all the explicit stuff for a private. Right. You know, because some girls, it's like they just get on the webcam and stick something right up their butt and they're just like, hey, who wants to go private? <laughs> Look like, what I can do. Why would I go private? Yeah, because I can just jerk off right I'm, now. I'm you know? already done. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I can get this all for free. Yeah. 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 You know, but... Uh, so why, yeah, I guess the question is why when we have like something like that, why mm-hmm. would somebody still go to phone sex? I think it's just the intimacy. I think it's just... A woman's voice saying your name. You can call her back and she'll go, oh, hi, Tony. I remember you. And it's like, like maybe, it's like a real phone call. It is like That's a real phone call. That's how real phone calls work. Where you phone a friend and they're yeah. like, hey, Leah, what up? Like, Yeah, you phone a girl and she knows you and, oh, I loved talking to you last time. And there's like a history. And yeah. So it is like having... You know, like, it's, so it's kind of real in that way. It's real because it's a real thing. that's how you would phone whoever. That's how you would phone someone you know. Whereas webcam typing to some person on a Who's personal going, thing, you're, yeah, that's kind of foreign. Want still. to take me private? Yeah, webcam, but a phone call, yeah. A webcam is is very impersonal. I think. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you are, like you said, you have like a bunch of guys who are like competing for you right. and then who wants to take you private is the first one you go with. Right. And you can get repeat business, of course, and you do get repeat business. And I've heard webcam girls say before they've had, and I have on webcam before had a GFE, like mm-hmm. a girlfriend experience guy oh, yeah. who was like, wanted to have conversations and wanted to talk about music and wanted to like talk about himself and that sort of thing but they still want you to do explicit things because it's it's like a relationship right but there's still an impersonalness about it because you're aware always like when you go and you talk to the webcam girl she's talking to other people before you go private Mm -hmm. whereas if you call a phone sex operator you just talk to her directly right so you're always aware when you're the, the webcam, webcam, you're reminded every time that this is her job and there's this many people typing to her right now. Yeah, and if I don't get there quickly, then <laughs> someone else will come along and snatch her away. Yeah, that's a huge difference then. That's a big difference. You're not competing. And you're not aware of the other men. No. All you that know? you're aware is you're phoning the number and they connect you to... Whoever. Yeah, and I mean, there's like a, you know, it's a dispatch service. So, like, you do have to give your credit card number, but you can do that ahead of time. Right. So you can have a certain number of minutes, so, so you just kind of go on. The call. Yeah, and it just goes, and then you just call, and then that's it. And then you're yeah. just talking to someone. So it is like having an actual, like just calling it's up a girl. very close to just calling up a girl. Calling up a girl and having a conversation with her. And right. if you've spoken to her before and she knows who you are, then like, hey, Tony, I know you, do do do. And you have a, like a history. Yeah. And you can tell her about stuff you've done and, you know, that sort of thing. It's very different from and webcam it's like it, you're, there's so many moving parts to webcam right. yeah you know? there's a lot going on it's a lot going on it's a lot to keep going yeah up, like my you know? friend does like um he's actually going to be his name's ryan kennedy he's going to be doing a real life story at the next show nice. he does a thing it's not sex but he does a thing where he plays video games with the camera on him and he talks to people and same yes. idea where yes. everybody's typing to him so he's got to respond back he's playing the game yep. he's like it's like yeah. a thousand things yeah. and we watch him do it and I'm like how is he like balanced it's hard all it's hard balls? it's really tough like the first time I did it I was like whoa whoa it's like shut up everybody shut <laughs> yeah up. yeah yeah like, like shut the fuck up everyone like yeah. stop it okay what do you you're okay you're okay you're blocked it's like, <laughs> it's like you're out of here because that's no okay next person what is happening yeah and, it, yeah and it's like just popping up popping up popping yeah, up yeah just constant up. but you're supposed to it's a visual so you've got to yeah you have to keep to... going so you can't just be squinting at the screen going what like what the fuck is going on like you know you have to be sexy and also type and type and, and then read and and yeah it's not it's a lot of moving parts and all these guys are like oh, 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 will you do this will you do that will you do this oh my god can we do, do, do? and then you do you can do like a show for a bunch of guys if you want to yeah. or can we like narrow it down like yeah. can we be like okay you four like well it's whoever um, different webcam companies work differently right, right but if you want to do like a show for like a group 
Mm. Then you kind of like say, okay, in 20 minutes, I'm going to do a show. So the highest bidders or whatever get to see the show or whatever the hell. That's how it sometimes works. Yeah. Yeah. And then you just do privates. Right. So you just do one-on-one or... Yeah. Because that seems crazy how my head would explode. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard. It's a lot of work. And I, like, there's some webcam girls who they are on for like, like there's a, she's called Queen of the Webcams, Little Mm -hmm. Red Bunny, and she's... This redheaded girl who has a French accent, although people say she's not actually French, so that <laughs> which you know she probably isn't. <laughs> webcam girls are a different type of nutty. Um, oh yeah, they're a different type of nutty. You gotta be like of a certain ilk. How oh, so? Oh, I don't know. It's just like you have to be. You have to be a little insane to do it. You have to just not. You have to be because you have to put up with insanity. You have to put up with people's insanity. Like yeah. people are crazy. They are crazy, you know, like, well, you showed me your ass. And it's like, you know, like, <laughs> like to put up with that, yeah. like, to put up with the insane requests and the weird things people say and all that shit. And, well, you know, my dog died. Will you show me your tits? Like, you know, oh like, God. just shit like that. Yeah. All the t- Like, having to put up with that insanity, you have to be a little nutty yourself. Yeah. <laughs> to know? just accept it all. To just accept it all and not have a... You know, there's so many videos out there, unfortunately, of webcam girls having complete meltdowns. Oh, really? And just screaming at the screen <laughs> and just being like, I hate all of it. Like, they just, they've had enough. Like, they've had enough. It's almost like its own genre of just webcam girl meltdowns where they just lose it. Oh, and my they God, just, I gotta Google that. They just lose their minds and... It's, and it's That'd like, be me, I think. yeah, yeah, it's hard, it's tough, but That'd then, and then others, you know, it's like they try to push you because they, they're trying to push for the webcam girl meltdown. Really? So that's yeah. like a thing. Well, they do it with phone sex too. Like sometimes oh, you'll get someone, your they're just trying to... to push it and they're just trying to get you to snap. They're just trying to get you to lose it. Like to manipulate you. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. And manipulate you or they, you know, like they'll, they're usually the abusive guys Ugh. like who call up and they're just like. You know, they'll call you a cunt, and yeah. you know, and they're like, but it's my fantasy, and it's like, I don't think so. Is anymore. it? I, don't I think feel so. like this is how you are all the time. This, I feel like you're just an asshole. Yeah, you're just a big jerk. Or, or you're not. You're maybe this meek little pussy that just but like. This is your one and only this time. Is, that and then you, you can... just call up the phone text line and take it out on them, oh you know? Oh my god. But it's, yeah, I mean, people, you know, it is more personal to talk to someone on the phone. And yeah. also, people get to use their imaginations. That. True. Yeah, that's true you know, too. You know, like I mean, people are into stuff. Yeah, because they ask so out there. Yeah, like because they ask you to do all kinds of shit. Yeah, just to play out all these like storylines. Yeah, right, like, like top to tail, like this huge narrative. Huge narratives and bizarre <laughs> requests of like what? Like I had a guy call me the other day, and he called himself on his, his screen name was Roided Tarzan. <laughs> Which should tell you something right there. Right. He wanted to role play that he was an amateur bodybuilder yeah. who was posing and flexing for me, yeah. whose speedo thong came off, yeah. and I felt that he had a tiny dick. Yeah. Like, it was like... Bizarre. I don't know if that has anything to do with his reality, or if it's just sheerly role play. It's just like a... It's stuff like that happens all the time. type fetish. Yeah, humiliation is a big thing, but yeah. it's just like, yeah, people have very specific things that they need to get So off. what do you, yeah, yeah, true, yeah. true say. <laughs> yeah. um, so what do you, like, how does it go from, like, hi, how are you, where are you from, to a scene, basically? Okay, well, usually someone will call and say hi, and yeah. then I introduce myself. My, my name is Denise I just go Oh, with yeah, Denise. just Denise? Okay, Denise. where's that from, anywhere? It's Denise. For some reason, when I was trying to think of a whore name, I kept thinking of Denise Richards in my head. Okay. I don't... And then also, there's also a very dirty reference to a very dirty song called Drips by Eminem, where they talk about this girl called Denise from The Cleaners, oh. who's very nasty. Girl drip. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't. I also took it from that. I was just, just like, Denise from The Cleaners, you know, like Denise. the nasty girl, right? Okay, great. So then I'm like, Denise, why? Yeah, so, Denise. so I say Denise, and, you know, what's your name? I always ask the name. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they're already pounding away, and sure. it's just like, oh, forget it. But it's like, Denise, um, you know, uh, where are you from? Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do? Mm-hmm. What do you look like? Mm-hmm. You know, I, you know, you sound hot, even if they don't. Sure, of you course. Know, it's yeah. like, oh, you sound really sexy. So what do you, what do you look like? They describe themselves. 
and then what are you up to today? Mm-hmm. And they'll usually they're usually alone in, in bed or something like that. And it's like, okay, so if I was with you right now, and I, I ask them what they're wearing, right? And sometimes they're wearing nothing, so yep. that you know already starts already. the sparks a going. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell them what I'm wearing, and it's always, like, a pair of panties and a tank sure. top, no bra type deal. Yeah. <laughs> Just walking around in a cat suit. Yeah. Um, Just like, vacuuming in this leotard. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. I'm just bottomless doing the dishes. Um <laughs> For no reason. That's um, why. I don't know. I'm just so horny. Um, <laughs> such an info over here. I'm just such an info. <laughs> I can't stop. Um, so, yeah, I ask them, you know, where are you from? What do you do? What do you look like? What are you wearing? So get them kind of relaxed and, you know, kind of, what's it? And then, uh, you know, they might be in their bed or naked or something like that. And I tell them what I'm wearing and I say, that's what I'm wearing right now. And if I was with you in your bed right now, what would you want to do with me? Right. And then, and then it all, and then it unfolds. It unfolds. Or sometimes they just are like, oh, uh, oh. Like, and then in that case, do you just go then, ahead? Yeah, and then and then I say, well, you know, I'm feeling pretty horny, so yeah. I would really love it if you know you did I, this. I could go down on you or yeah. something like that. Or do you like that? Or what are you into? Or are you a kinky boy? Are you into kinky things? And, yeah. you know, I mean, usually so just fish, fish, fish. the sure. offering of a blowjob is rarely turned down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to ask you, okay, have you always been good at dirty talk? Like, yeah, yeah. Just always very naturally. I think so. It just came to you. I think so. Yeah. Cause I feel like, well, that's the essence of the, of the phone sex call. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of people have trouble with dirty they talk. Do. Big time. Yeah. Big time. And and talking, being a professional... Dirty pro- talker. Dirty talker <laughs> is definitely, or phone star is... <laughs> phone star. Like is, it, like it. Is, uh, is, um, I've discovered a lot of people are just terrible at dirty talk. Yeah. They're really So bad. that's another reason they might come to you, just because yeah, yeah. they need, like, they want the full... Phones like a dirty talk experience. Yeah, because they can't get it anywhere else. Their girlfriend is maybe like, Doy, I yeah. Want well, I'm a big. To I'm a bit, I think I want you. Over. Well, I'm a, I'm a naturally like sexual person and sexually curious person. Yeah. So I think that I'm not shy, which is a big thing because yes. people get very shy. Confidence. Yeah, the confidence. Yeah, they're shy and they don't want to say certain things. They don't, don't want to sound ask. stupid. Yeah, they, they want to sound. Yeah, say the wrong thing. Yeah or, yeah, or just sound really dirty out of nowhere and scare people away. Right. They don't yeah. want to say, like, something Was gross. that too far? Did that go too far? Yeah, Because, yeah. like, people ask me that all the time. Like, oh, is that too much? Is that too much? Is that too much? And it's like, no, it's not too no, much. No, it's never too much. It's never too much. I'll let you know when yeah, it's too much. You'll know when it's too much. Yeah, right? or you the won't. the phone will... Yeah, click. <laughs> click. Yeah, click, click, baby. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then I also read a lot and I write a lot. So, so you're good with language. Yeah, exactly. It's about word choice. It's mm. about setting a scene. Yeah, creating a visual. Yeah, and it's you can never be it can never be too much with detail. Right. Like yeah. you, the more detailed, the better. Right. You know what I mean? Like you can even be detailed and talk about the sounds in the room. You yeah, know, the so smells. The, and, yeah. Yeah, and it's like like the GFEA have he's he's got a haircut thing, and he wants to hear a scene about his hair being cut. You know Interesting. What I mean? Yeah, he's really into it. He just likes the... So, like, the sound of the, the scissors, scissors... The and the clippers, and the, the feeling of it against of his, his skin. Against and, his skin. Yeah, and, like, the, the feeling of the, you know, woman's nails and his scalp, you know, moving through, wow. snipping, and, and the silence that fills the room that's just the sexual tension and the sounds and stuff like that. So it's like you're really creating a whole scene. A whole scene, yeah. And you can't get too detailed... You know what I mean? Unless you're being too detailed about, like, buttons on a shirt. Unless something out the window, there's a man shutting the back door of his car. Yeah. Oh, a streetcar's coming, but it goes the other way. Like, that's a a little too much. But but you can't be too detailed when it comes to sexuality. And, like, people want to know, like, what the smells, the sounds, the textures, the touches, you know, like... You can't be too detailed with yeah, that. Don't just glaze over it. Don't or, glaze over it. Yeah. Don't be... And or like just general... Oh, general wash. 
Like, yeah. Get specific. Get very get, specific. Yeah. Get very specific. And it's also about word choice. Like, I have someone who sends me erotic stories, and mm-hmm. his word choice is sad, to say the least, because oh. he says things like manhood. <laughs> yeah. And it's like... That's always unfortunate. Um, This isn't King Arthur's court. Like, don't say manhood. <laughs> yeah. And don't refer to my pussy as a, as a flower. Yeah. Like, don't say my flower. Like, no. pussy and cock are good. Yeah. That's, That's good it. enough. We don't That's need to it. Don't try to reinvent fancify. the wheel. You know, don't reinvent the wheel here, caveman. <laughs> it's like pussy cock. That's it. That's, yeah. Hard, not anything else. It's just hard. Okay. Yeah. Raging, throbbing. Yeah. Thrusting, tumescent. Like, it's like, you know, it's like just get it. You're hard. Your cock is hard. Get it. That's good. You know, your cock is hard. Your pussy's wet. Let's get it going. Okay, like, so so like <laughs> tips for dirty talk. So you would say I would just detail lots of detail, lots of detail, and be honest. Honest, like be okay. honest about your experiences. Like so talk about what it felt like to get fucked. Like mm-hmm. say, think about when that happened to yeah, you. Yeah, what did, what did it feel like relay. in your body? You know, what did it feel like in your body when you touched that person? What did it feel like when? What what's a fantasy that you have in your mind, and why does it excite you? Like, does it excite you because, oh, I, I think that you know, it'd be so exciting to to touch you, you know, in this way, or to feel you in this way, or mm-hmm. to be there at that moment when you ejaculate, or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like what your mouth against mine would feel like. Like, even saying stuff like that. Like, even describing kissing. Even just right there, yeah. Yeah, like your mouth against mine. Even your, that phrase right there. Your is, tongue yeah. in my mouth, our tongues, you know... Touching. Touching. Yeah, yeah. yeah, your breath against my face, your lips on my neck. You know, like, these things are, are erotic in themselves. Yeah. And that's why they turn you on. Without being super explicit. No. It's or, still or, yeah. sensual and erotic. Yeah, yeah. nails on skin, you yeah. know... Um, touch like uh, when you said nails through scalp yeah i could feel that yeah exactly nails and we all know what these things feel like or like you know we know what it feels like to have sex so we know what it feels like to be entered or something like that you know and just use words like that you know like it's like when you entered me for the first time like it just sent this wave through my body like just about being honest about your own experiences yeah, how did you know, it really feel for you how did it really feel happened? in your body you know you were very much in your body at that moment so you just have to take like those erotic moments that really did something for you and bring them into words yeah and just be honest and don't try to make up this like far-fetched fantasy because you think that the other person is going to enjoy it mm-hmm. you know what i mean like I think I should talk like this because I think I should get all whips and chains with you, even though that's something I've never experienced and I don't like mm-hmm. because so I, I want to show off. You know what I mean? It's like, it's 10 times more erotic to just talk about what it would be like to kiss somebody. Yeah. Like more mundane kind of simpler, not mundane. It's probably a negative connotation, pleasures. but simpler pleasures. And if you yeah, are into whips yeah. and chains and you love all that stuff and you love the sensations of it, then get then into go that right too. That. <laughs> yeah. Get into that. But don't stray away from things that you think what you are know. too fucked up. Yeah. Talk about what you know. Yeah, and I mean, you can't, you can't really be too fucked up in your dirty talk. <laughs> I mean, the only time you're ever going to be too fucked up in your dirty talk is when you go into those areas that we know are fucked up. Sure. Like, you know. The taboos. Like the taboo stuff, like the stuff that's illegal and bizarre and, well, no, I shouldn't say bizarre, but like illegal and we know what's fucked up. Yeah. We yeah. know what will turn people off. Yeah. And whatever you do... If you're going to use the word cunt, use it specifically. Like, use it... Don't just use it and cunt, cunt, cunt. <laughs> yeah, like, don't, don't just throw just, that word don't around, just, Don't just machine gun it around. I like to think of it... It's like the oboe solo in the symphony. I so <laughs> rarely use the word cunt in my erotica. I think yeah. I've used it three times. You can't. It's just... You can't it's overuse so, it. It's so... It's got to be in a certain mood, too, because it has a certain sound to it. It's very staccato, harsh. Yep, harsh yep. sound. It's very harsh. It's the tomahawk of fucking swear words. you got to know how to throw it. Yeah. And you don't, then don't. You know what I mean? And, and don't just... Uh, and a lot of people, they think that if they're doing domination stuff, they're doing BDSM stuff, that the way to be dominant with someone is to just be abusive mm. and to just be use harsh language. Right. I'm going to dominate you, cunt, you know, and it's just like, right. take it over. And it's like, you can be harsh with someone and stern with someone and dominate them without being totally 
degrading unless that's what they want. Mm-hmm. Like you mean? can still do it in a very like empathetic or like maternal way even. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. What do you like? I mean, most of us know what it feels like to be talked down to sure. in a way or to be talked to sternly. Sure. And it's usually not in a way that's like someone just screaming at you. Yeah. It's just about being stern. It can be subtext. Yeah. yeah. It can be, yeah, tone. Tone, and... stern, asking for things emphatically, mm-hmm. you know, without, but you don't have to, everyone always thinks, oh, it's BDSM, so I have to yell. <laughs> right. And it's like, well, the, well, unless they want that specifically, unless that's what you're going for, because some people do like that. They do want you to be, they do want you just to yell yelling at, them at them and just like scream. Drill surgeon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but that, that's not the whole crux of it. It's right. like you have to, there's levels. Mm-hmm. It's about levels. Yeah. It's about building up. And that's the other thing, too, about dirty talk is like build up. Mm-hmm. It don't right, just get right. right to, and then you were right. coming on my face. It's like, it's like start somewhere start somewhere and go somewhere it's just like it's just like describing a sexual act it's like going through a sexual act it's yeah. like what it happens builds. at the beginning middle middle and come uh, on face yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly and just use and just just say pussy cock come just stick there yeah you know don't get too creative there don't it's not a flower. It's not a <laughs> crease. It's not an axe wound. It's not. It's just a pussy. Just go with it. Oh yeah, yeah. Your isn't, axe wound. Isn't that the tomahawk of <laughs> of bad words? Pussy lingo. Yeah. And if if you really have a hard time with dirty talk, mm-hmm. then you know read some erotica. There you go. Yeah. Read read something dirty. Yeah. You know and good call there. And yeah. go and just go. Okay, so this is how it's done. Like, and if it turns you on. Like, read something that turns you on. Yeah. Like, don't just read it and go, okay, I'm studying this very, very... This, you know, I guess totally this is what's foreign sexy. to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. like, just read something. Find something that hits with you. And you go, oh, that's nice. I like that. And then... That's a good read. Yeah. That's a good one-handed read right there. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. then just be like, okay, that's good inspiration. Because I take inspiration from everything. Sure. From yeah. writing. As do from, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. From, from real life. So why not do that for your dirty talk in bed? For your recreational dirty talk? Yeah. Why not do the same thing? Yeah. And you'd be amazed at how just throwing in... You don't have to chat your ass off in bed. Yeah, Unless right. some people are very chatty. Sure. <laughs> chatty Kathy. Yeah. But but just throwing in a few phrases here and there, a few key phrases at key moments can really, you know, up Enhance. the ante. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's just about, you know, you're communicating. Yeah. And you can communicate. Some people are silent. Yeah. I know. And it's yeah. odd. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like, yeah, talk. Like, you can talk. Get a conversation going. Get a conversation. Yeah. Ask for things. Yeah. You know, build upon it. Well, one of the things I heard was for like a dirty talk basic, like say what you're going to do to them. Yes. And then say what you're doing to them. And yeah. then say what you just did to them. That's very cool. Yeah. <laughs> just just narrate the whole situation. Just narrate <laughs> Just narrate the whole situation. Yeah. And when you're asking for things, like if someone's going down on you and you're asking for something, try to keep try to keep it to a word minimum. Like try to keep it to just like a couple words. Right. Like right there. Or more of that. Oh, yes. Okay, so you don't have to go on a paragraph. Yeah, you don't have to be like, you know, it really (laughs) doesn't make me feel good when you're... You don't have to go on some descriptive narrative. You can just be like... More to the left. Yeah. (laughs) Up more, yeah. That's good. That's good, right there. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. So keep it to like a forward minimum if you can. Forward minimum. Like try to. If you need to add a few, it's okay, but try to keep (laughs) to like a forward minimum. Like right there, yes. Yeah. Uh... Stop it. <laughs> Cut that shit out. You know? Stop it. Cut that shit out. Just yeah. Stop it. Just enough. I definitely said stop it before. I definitely said an exasperated stop it. Okay, stop it. Just stop it. Just that's enough of whatever that fucking was. Stopped. Stop. Done. Cut off. Oh my god. Go home. Uh, go home. Go home. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> go home now. <laughs> Forever. <laughs> stay there. You stay, go there now. Stay there now. Okay. 
<laughs> we have come to the end here, Leah. I can't this believe it. This just flew. It did. Oh, my God. Will you come back? Of course. <laughs> yes. Always. Um, tell our listeners where they can reach you. Where do you want them to, where um, do you want them to check out? Okay. Well, I have a blog, and yeah. it's called I Am a Phone Sex Operator. <laughs> it's a straightforward name. <laughs> I was going to call it, like, I was like, oh, what should I call it? Figment of your imagination or something poetic. And then I was like, no. Phones, Again, I am a phone sex operator. Exactly what you were saying before. Just keep it simple, stupid. Just keep it simple, stupid. Exactly. <laughs> I, am I am a phone, phone sex, sex operator. operator. <laughs> That's what I do. And when you come to my blog, it just says, I am a phone sex operator. <laughs> My mom asked me, she's like, what's your blog going to be called? I'm like, I am a phone sex operator. <laughs> like, that's what I do. You know, that's what I There's write no about. There's no confusion there. Yeah, and I mean, <laughs> if people are looking for a blog to read, what it, like, you know, I am a phone sex operator. Pretty, pretty much pretty says good. what it is. It says what it is. It that's sounds what you're pretty getting. nice. That's what you're getting. Great. No, no more, no less. Yeah. Maybe a little more. Never less. But um, <laughs> I am a phone sex operator at blogspot.com, or you can Google it mm-hmm. and with my name or just I am a phone sex operator. I don't know who I'm competing against, but... <laughs> yeah, what other <laughs> phone sex operator blogs are there? There's probably a few. There might be some. There might be some. Yeah, there's definitely... I would hope so. <laughs> we're all in this together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's, we're all friends. Yeah, we're all friends. <laughs> Us and the phone sex workers. Uh, fantastic. Well, Leah, thank you so much. Thank you. I've been here with Leah Laronowitz. That's right. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Um, and I am Erin Pym, and this has been the Bedpost Podcast. Uh, to find out more about the Bedpost stage show, go to facebook.com slash bedposterotica. I just realized these, like, super loud earrings I'm wearing. <laughs> Are these going the whole podcast? They're so loud. I didn't even think of that. <laughs> I'm going to have to review it. Uh, <laughs> my, note. My, Production note. Yeah. Uh, post note. Uh, my personal blog with over 100 erotic short stories is at erinserotica.com. And Which last, I subscribed to, by the way. You did! Of course Yay, I did. Thank of you! And very lastly, the Bedpost podcast features original music by Steph Copeland, who can be reached at her website, stephcopelandmusic.com. Thank you, Leah. Thank you, Erin. Been a pleasure. Yes, as always. See you later. Take care.